I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello, it is Jen Wilson here. Welcome to the podcast. And I just wanted to jump on like I have been in the last few podcasts to give a quick introduction to today's podcast. So this week I have the very amazing Laurie McPherson. So Laurie has got really interesting story and really exciting and interesting things coming up in her life. And it really, I really feel like it wouldn't be an I Am Jen Wilson podcast if there wasn't a minor technical hitch in it. And I am not a highly polished person in real life and I think it would be really false to produce or have produced a really highly polished podcast without real life errors in them. So when I was recording with Laurie, when she first came on, I didn't realise that I had already hit record and then I hit stop record and then realised I had stopped recording and then started recording again. So there's like about five seconds at the very start where she... She, it just comes in in mid-sentence and basically she was just letting me know the winds down that she's on as she's about to finish work. So that's where it comes in at. You haven't missed anything important or exciting before that. As always, I would really appreciate you listening to the podcast, sharing it with anybody who would get some benefit from it. And if you can jump onto iTunes and give us a five-star review, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Or if you're listening on SoundCloud, follow and give us a little bit of love and reshare from SoundCloud. The more that you do that, the more it means and the easier it is for people to then be able to find the podcast if they're just doing a search around in any of the search engines. If people are giving it good stars and good ratings and shares, then these platforms think that it's a podcast worth listening to, and I really, really appreciate that. So thank you so much. I have my book, which the second edition of it, if you purchase it through iamjenwilson.com forward slash heal Scotland, Three pounds from every purchase of that book is going to Heal Scotland, which is the community that Lilia Sinclair was on last week. So if you haven't already been on and bought your copy, pop over, buy a copy. Not only do you get an amazing book written by me that will help you sort your shit, but it's also helping donate money to a really worthwhile cause where we're going to be doing some great things to help people look after their own health and feel much better. So I thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Laurie is an absolute treasure. And I will speak to you on the other side. Like for six weeks, so I start next week. So I'm using annual leave from the day job to start my training work with the Grow Consultancy, which is dead exciting. And I went and met the women yesterday. So it's like delivering my own program to 18 to 24 year olds to get them into work, which is everything that I love. So that's exciting. But yeah, it's just... I'm so, the, being in the day job at this moment in time, it's holding me back because I've got so many meetings and things happening, but I'm just sitting out till the end of the month and then I'm good to go. And then it's, that's your flying high. 
Flying high. <laughs> Excuse me, it's so exciting. So I've just hit record straight away so that we catch all the conversation because sometimes when I don't hit record, we have good conversation that then gets missed. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so for the listeners, why don't you tell them who you are and what it is that you do other than what you've just explained? So my name's Laurie and at the moment I work for an employability welfare to work provider. Um, I've been here for three and a half years and I have been helping the long-term unemployed back into work through a variety of one-to-one sessions, building up confidence, um, also group work around well-being, um, confidence, mental health, breaking down the barriers and really listening to work out what those barriers were because they weren't always the obvious ones and getting people back to a place where they could contemplate work then doing the really practical stuff as well around interviews and CVs and the stuff that they needed in the modern workplace, helping them with their computer skills sometimes if that was the barrier and really getting them ready to go back to work. And then once they were back in work, providing them some support to say that, you know, it's natural if you haven't worked for a long time that you're going to feel really tired at first and getting into the routine. So that's what I've been doing for the last three and a half years. Yeah. And unfortunately, the contract I'm working on has come to an end. We've known about this for a long time and last year I made the decision that I would go alone and I would develop my own business, which is the Grow Consultancy, where I would offer my training and employability knowledge to companies. Um, I would also offer life coaching services to individuals because I have helped so many clients break down such big barriers, which most people thankfully and hopefully won't have to face. So if I can break those down, I can certainly break down the more day-to-day stuff. And also the other side of it would be a consultancy business for businesses that are struggling with staff performance, with sales, with targets, with KPIs, or potentially with staff motivation and retention and engagement that the place isn't maybe a great place to work. And bringing me in, I can work with the staff, with the managers, and hopefully get some sort of um, middle ground where everybody can make it a better place and the performance can be better as a result. And that would be bringing together all the experience I had in my previous life, which was 11 years as a retail manager. (laughs) And also I worked in um, holiday resorts for years. I was a holiday rate and team leader for six years. And then I went on to ships and I did a lot of troubleshooting in that job and in my management roles. I went from shop to shop to help different stores with performance because there was a lot of different issues and things going on. So I was here and there and everywhere doing as much troubleshooting and getting to the root of the problem. And quite often my area manager would say, I want you to sort this out, you know, or go and do this. And I want you to find out what the problem is there. I think I know what the problem is, but I need you to sort it and see it. So that's what I did. Although my title was retail manager, I did a lot of troubleshooting and going in and out of different branches. And as a team leader for Thompson, also I would go in and help, you know, pals or people in the resort who were struggling with sales, with service, with just the motivation and and the engagement. So that's the kind of three strands to the Grow Consultancy. Um, And as if that wasn't enough to be (laughs) on with, I had just an idea last year again, end of last year, about female friendship, which was something that is massively important to me. And it's Galentine's Day today, so happy Galentine's, everyone. Happy Galentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, really important to me, and I decided that I wanted to do something in Glasgow for females who just wanted to make more friends. Um, For a variety of reasons, they might have um, just moved to Glasgow for work or with a partner. They might have had a lot of friends who kind of moved on and away. 
They might be working in a really unsociable environment where nobody really does much and it's a bit of a case of working and then going home. Um, they might have found that their friends had started kind of moving on, moving out, emigrating. You get to an age where your friends start getting dogs, babies, partners, and if you're the one that's still in the town and wanting to do stuff, it can feel very much like everybody else around you has made decisions to change their life, but you were actually quite happy with the way life was before when you went for a wee wine on a Wednesday and you did stuff at the weekends. Yeah. So that's the kind of... There's a driving force behind it. So I decided to start a group called the, the Glasgow, the Collective Glasgow. Yeah. Um, which is, so that's the Collective Glasgow. It's on Facebook and on Instagram. And we have monthly events where women can get together and meet up and chat, have a drink, and just see if there is some common ground, like-minded people. Yeah. Um, and another, the real kind of reason behind the Collective was I came home from ships um, 11 years ago now and I didn't have this service and it took me ages to get a social life that, like I've got now it yeah. took me about three years and I vividly remember meeting someone quite early on through I think it was Gumtree at the time so if I put an advert up looking for female friends met various people and she you know said oh it'll take about three years and I thought yeah that's all right for her to say but I'm really sociable and it'll be fine and in reality it did take me about three years yeah. to meet a really good circle and it came naturally in the end but I did so many things to try to make friends I went to um, a paid and it was really expensive at the time and I was on really really rubbish money I went to a paid group which I paid a monthly subscription which was dear and then monthly I paid for events as well and that was okay and I did meet someone that I got on well with but it was really expensive and everything else that was out there was either very activity based so they wanted you to go hill walking or you know running and I had no interest in that and, and now ironically I do but I, I want to do that kind of separately yeah. um, and the other groups were all mixed and I did go to a really famous sort of group that's around and I met I hope nobody minds me saying this. On the first night, I was a Saturday night, I was all dressed up. I was working for Ted Baker at the time, so I had a fabulous dress and fabulous heels, and I went to this night out, and there was this wee man with a comb-over and an anorak. And I just thought, at the time, do you know what? I'm sure he's an absolutely lovely human being, but he is not going to be my best pal today or tomorrow. Yeah. I need a female friend to go for drinks and go for dinner and have a female friendship with, and this wee guy is not going to be it. So yeah. I did something very cowardly, and I kind of ran away. And I went back to my other friends who were like, yeah, just come to us. I thought, I can't go to you every single Saturday night in life. You have a partner, and you probably have a life, and you don't really need me here every weekend. So I did lots of different things to try and make friends. And there was nothing out there at the time that met the need that I had to make female friends. So yeah. last year, the time just seemed right, and I decided to start it. So we've had one event already, which was fab, and we've got another one um, planned, and we've got ones planned in for every month. And I've even been asked already to plan a Christmas night out because um, some of the women in the group work for themselves and on their own. And we yeah. talked about that, and they said one of the things they really miss is the Christmas night out and getting dressed up and going out with your, your cronies and your work pals. So that's in the plans already. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening at the moment. And on and, and top of that, I'm still just finishing off my day job. So lots and lots going on. Yeah, when do you have time to breathe? Um, I don't. <laughs> and the thing that has suffered, and I'll be really honest about this, and I've said this, I've kept my social life going because that's hugely important. Yeah. The thing that has suffered is I was really quite into my fitness before yeah. and I did a lot of running and I went to the gym most days and I was really, really keen on all that and that has been the thing that has suffered. My waistline is no more. Um, I put on a stone and weight and I put on my own Insta story yesterday. I actually tore a dress at work yesterday and it was like Bruce Banner. It went straight down the middle. Oh, no. 
and I had to go to Marks and Spencer's in my lunch and buy another dress because I was going to meet with my new employers yesterday afternoon. Yeah. So I had to turn up in a torn frock. <laughs> I could probably just about have seen out a day here in my old contract where I've worked for three and a half years and everybody knows me. But I cannot go and meet someone new. So yeah. the fitness side of things has gone and is something I'm so looking forward to having the time to take him back up. But, you know, it's something I had to give and you can do everything. So that, that's how it is. Yeah, and that's something that I teach through my book and through people that I work with. It's take a step back and look to see what's really, really important for you just yeah. now and focus on that. And other things will have to be let go, but you can always yeah. come back to it once other things are, are a wee bit more in place for where you want them to be. And then, exactly. I mean, even through your, so, your social life stuff, you might find that you start doing more activities with other people like that are not just going to the pub or whatever yeah so with the collective what type of like you say you're meeting in the evenings what sort of stuff are you doing is it all like meeting in a wine bar kind of thing or is there a selection of stuff that you've got planned well at the moment it has just been meeting in for drinks because I think that's the easiest way for people to kind of get to know each other and, and I think if we offer I didn't want to go down the route of having dinner straight away because for me it's a bit like dating going for dinner it can be really really awkward and you think in the first 10 minutes I do not want to um break bed with this person or this is not my person and I don't want to be trapped into something and again there is this sort of expense factor comes in um so it was originally just a drink and um I was doing it at sort of half seven at night I've been to for Santa we're going to um, Grand Central and then I've got Browns planned in and I do plan to do meals more towards the sort of summertime once folk have had a chance to properly kind of meet up um, but at the moment I, I do want to stay away from kind of activity based things right now we might again do that later in the year because I really want everyone just to feel comfortable just coming and chatting yeah. uh, and I did have a sort of activity that we could have done last time but if I'm honest everyone spoke really well and there was no kind of awkwardness and folk yeah. did naturally get up and say oh I'm gonna have a chat to them over there and mix and mingle it was really really nice and it actually flowed really really well but had there been any kind of awkward silence I had a kind of conversational menu if you like to, to kind of get things going yeah but, um, my, my job on the ship was a hostess so I am pretty good at kind of moving people around and working out what people need and seeing where people need to be sitting and where people need to be going so at the moment it's going to be drinks um, I did run a poll on my Facebook page and people said they would find it a bit easier just to do drinks straight from work yeah so events at half five rather than sort of half seven which brings in that whole do I go home and get ready or do it so everyone's just going to come straight from work and then if folk want to stay for food or whatever they can so that's where we are at the minute I mean and you never know it could expand it could grow I do run and I would like to get back into that there may be a collective running club yeah I mean uh, very soon I think lunchtime running is, is a great thing if you can do yeah. it if you can get out for half an hour I wish I had sort of thought about it earlier and used you know logistically in this office I'm in now but um, at the moment I am just hoping to do the, the monthly event and, and possibly look at maybe a book group or something but it, again it may have to be virtual it's just it just depends on kind of time and time and space yeah, so what I'll do is I'll put in the show notes the, the links to your Facebook page and to your Instagram page so that anybody that's going, this sounds amazing, I need to get involved with it, they can find you yep. easily and find out about Because when the next event is 21st of February, is that right? The 21st of Feb, um, yeah, we are going to Grand Central, half past seven on Thursday night, just for a drink and um, a chat. And again, I've got a goodie bag by a lovely local company, which this nice. time is Tobird Soaps. So... Yeah, because who was it that did the, the goodie bags last month? It was the Divine Hag. 
So yeah. Margaret is um, Margaret's a pal who I happened to meet at a, another event, which I'm also um, <laughs> slightly ashamed to say I'm also involved in. Um, Don't be ashamed other. to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed of what I'm just ashamed that people are going to be going, oh my God, there's so many things going on. <laughs> Um, my poor wee mum is just saying, I have to be honest, and I really don't know what's going on at the minute. <laughs> you and me both. Um, so, no, I am very proud to be the ambassador of uh, Albright Academy in Glasgow, which is a great 10-week free programme for any woman in work, whether it's working for yourself or smashing the glass ceiling. And I'm the ambassador for Albright, which is just great. Um, and I met Mags at one of the events there, and it was one of those where you just join up, and then afterwards, her and I stayed for a wee drink, had a chat, and then she asked, me if she could sponsor my first event oh amazing and I went, which was amazing and then I went to her launch event and she's doing great she's opened her shop on Salt Market and I live very close to the shop so it's one of those I pop in quite often when I'm going back my runs or going to the yeah. gym and we have a, a great chat and that just came from a very very natural meet up um, there was only five women at the first meet up but one of them was mags so you just never know you never know who you're going to bump into when you come along to these things and what other like because i know from speaking to you before the collective isn't about networking and building business and things like that it's very much about finding personal relationships and then whatever if something happens to be business that collaborated or whatever then that's an added bonus but that's not the drive behind it it's not and some of the women at the first event do work on their own but quite a lot don't quite a lot have job you know, day job job jobs yeah. I call them work work <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep saying to people oh, no, I don't want a job job I don't want work work and then you think it's a, it's a strange way of looking at it but there's lots of people who do have jobs um, came along in the first event and there are also people in the group who are bloggers and people who work on their own so uh, again it was all about connection and it was seen I'm actually sitting on my own most of the day and I don't get to really chat to other females and I really miss it so that's why they're there there's tons of networking in Glasgow and it's absolutely great um, you know I met you at the Glasgow Girls Networking yeah. I'm a member of their group and the business group and I'm going along to the first glow meeting um, next week. I'm very excited about that. That's a great networking. Um, there's East End Connections. There's First Wednesday. I'm a member of Scottish Women in Business as well. Um, there's tons of great networking in Glasgow. So that isn't trying to replicate that. Yeah. Um, it's something completely different. It's about friendship. And as I say, if anything happens business-wise, great. And I know that there were some connections made. You know, I'd quite like to do this and I'd quite like to join in with that. And that's brilliant. But it came from a very natural getting on with the person on the day. Yeah. And I think for me, any time I've been to networking events, I think that that kind of making a connection is quite often the thing that's missing. I mean, Laura yeah. does her, her networking events are excellent because you get a it's speed networking and you get a good five minutes per person so you do get to get a little bit of a hint of who they are as a person rather than just right what's your 30 second sales pitch which yeah. sometimes find at some of these networking events that you're like oh and you get sick of saying the same thing over and over again you're like oh I just want yeah. to talk to somebody normal because for me as working by myself I want I want to go along to networking events but not necessarily with the primary focus to drive business the primary focus is to get to know people and just yeah. have somebody have a conversation with that's not purely about business yes absolutely and I think it is it's the thing about not wanting to sit in your house on your own all the time and having that, that conversation and you know I was saying to someone last week I know that much as they are annoying me greatly at this moment in time I know that I will really miss having colleagues um, yeah. and people to talk to through the day and you know it's the whole thing about you can't just 
in your pajamas. You have to actually make the effort to get out and, and get ready and meet people. But like you say, I, I did I networked three days last week, one after the other. And by day two, I was very much feeling networked out because you're telling the same story over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like my story is really messy just now because I'm still working in a day job and I've got two other things going on and, you know, this is happening, there's a bit of that and it's all quite messy and you don't really need to go into that full, you know, with someone who just politely asks, you know, what do you do? So <laughs> um, at the moment, networking is, is quite messy and I've been doing so much of it because I am new and I've been really lucky. Work have kind of let me out and about to do networking since about last September and I've met some amazing people through doing it, but yeah. it can feel quite forced and quite telling the same story over and over and sometimes there's not a, a natural link and a connection but I still think that there is value in going because you just never know who they know or who they might yeah. speak to who says you know for example I'm sure that all the, the small business owners I speak to aren't at the stage of having staff yet or most of them aren't and if they do I'm sure that they're doing a grand job but you know it's more the fact that they might then go out on a, a Friday night and their pal who works for a bigger organization says oh I'm having such a tough time at work at the moment yeah. and that's when they maybe remember my name and say look I think you should speak to this person and, and that's how it works I think sometimes rather than you know it's natural to think, oh no, if, if someone says something and it's not anything that's remotely related to you. But I think it is just about keeping going and keeping doing that. Yeah. As I see, so much good networking out there in Glasgow. We are very, very lucky. Yeah, and I think regardless of whether it's about trying to build business relationships or personal relationships, it's all about making connections with people, which is what we've lost when so many of us work from home or work from our phones or we're just on social media all the time. You lose that human connection that a lot yep. of us are really really craving and sometimes we don't even realize that we're craving it yep absolutely and I, I'm a, you know I'm a, a massive extrovert um, and I know it's the thing that I'm going to find the hardest is, is being on my own it's fine I have got some training work booked in and when you're training you're out delivering you're, you're kind of on you're switched on the whole time yeah. and I love that but then that can be really exhausting as well because you have to be completely performing if you like yes for so much parts of the day so when you're done with that you think right I just want to kind of just be on my own now um, and decompress but if there's not much actual training booked in for me I know you know that's the thing I'm going to miss so having loads of connections and um, making the time to see people is, is hugely important before us start to sort of um, sink and not really bother to do much because it's really really easy to to get that can happen quite quickly yeah yeah it's really easy to just go I'll watch the episode of something on Netflix and then the next thing you know you're six yeah. episodes in going oh my to-do list's not got any smaller <laughs> I haven't to do any I haven't to really caught up on <laughs> it's so yeah. so easy so what do you think I'm trying to think how to word this question. So you, as being the host of your your collective events, do you still get the opportunity to go and chat to people as much as you would if you were just an attendee, do you think? I think at the moment, because they're quite small, um, I had 14 ladies at the last event and um, hopefully I've got sort of 20 tickets on sale, so hopefully 20 people maybe at the next one. It, it's small enough at the moment that I can get round, but yeah, there could be a time when hopefully when it grows that, that I do have to just have snippets and that's when I'll have to be quite careful about making sure I go back to people and follow up on things that have been discussed with I, and really in that case, see myself more as a connector of people. Yeah. 
and working out what they need and what they want from the quick conversations that I do have. If someone says, you know, I work on my own, I'm really fed up working on my own, I live in the South Side, oh, so does such and such meet, you know, and, and linking them together so that they can carry on the conversation, which I'm, I'm quite, you know, capable and prepared to do. But yeah, the, the last one I did get to just sit down and chat because there was so few of us and everyone was quite kind of mobile and happy to mix and mingle. Yeah, I know what you mean. There might come a time when I am just rushing around everyone um, and not getting these great connections and chats myself, which is okay. I've kind of, the collective's not for me, if, if you know what I mean. Um, I've got a great circle of pals, which is amazing. And yeah. I'm not saying I will meet more people and I have met so many other people, but it's not for me to make friendships. It's for other people to make friendships right. and for me to make them. Yeah, so you've, um, was... you've recognised the struggle that you had and you don't want that to be the same for other people. Yeah. I don't want anyone else to go through that. And it's funny, you know, when I, when I told my family what I was doing, you know, someone said, she's got hundreds of pals, you know. <laughs> so yeah, now, because I've yeah. spent the last 11 years really cultivating that and really being the one. And, and my sister always talks about this. She lives in Australia and she flew over to Australia on her own. You know, she's a nurse and she went on her, on her own and she had to make friends. It was only her. Yeah. So he said, when people said, oh, let's get a coffee, I just whipped my diary out there and then. <laughs> and put it in rather than doing that whole oh yeah let's you know and, and being really vague about it that people do yes. so that's how she built our, our friendships and she's got so many friends as well and, and I'm really really lucky as I say but it was a priority and I've had this conversation with females before who've said you know oh but I had my husband or I was doing this or we moved to here and I didn't have time for that and I suppose for me I made time because it was so important to me it's a huge priority in my life my social life and my friends are not a kind of added extra yeah, and they are a huge part of the middle of my life, if you like. And I'm on my own. I've always kind of been single most of my, my adult life. And I think that you know, I, I like to know that. Yeah, I've got loads of downtime and loads of time on my own. I live on my own, but I also need to know that there's plans in that, that I'm going to be seeing people and talking to people on a regular basis. Or else, as I say, it does get quite. Um, you do get quite stuck in your own head. Yeah. So, what would you if somebody's listening to this and they don't live in Glasgow, which means they can't come along to your event? What would you be your top three tips to somebody to help them make, be able to make friends as an adult if they find they're struggling? This probably sounds really counterproductive, but I've actually made a lot of friends online who I have then later met. Yeah. And it's, it seems strange and it, there's lots of sort of the language that we use, oh, I'm going to meet a woman I met off the internet. And, and I, I said <laughs> it yesterday, I'm going to meet someone I met. And even looking at like, really and and oh the last time my friend came up to stay and you know mum was saying oh who's what's happening at the weekend oh my friend's coming up from the internet no I've never met her no she's staying Friday and Saturday that sounds weird I've known her for like eight years online so actually cultivating some friendships online and being friends and being really real and honest and some of my closest friends who believe it or not now live in Glasgow I met online when they lived in completely different parts of the country and we spoke and we were open and honest and probably more so if you like because we didn't have to see each other and your online persona is one thing but I remember one of them emailing me and messaging me and asking me some questions about getting um, more social stuff happening and and I you know was just honest and open and we, we batted back and forth for ages and ages and then you know I could never have predicted that a year or two years or three years later she said oh by the way I'm moving to Glasgow yeah and now this is an actual person I get to see in real in real life and in, in real in human form, you know. Yes. Um, I'm actually part of a really great um, forum of women. There were ten of us that has kind of dwindled over the years, but I've been in that for about God, they'll pick me up in this. I think about six years, and I've met all of them now. But it's been great because like 
if you are traveling for work or whatever, you know, I was working out of York at one point in Newcastle and I would just text them and say, like, can we meet in person? And we never met. So it would, it would just be, let's go out for dinner. But I knew them inside and out because I've been talking on this forum with them daily for yeah. years. And that was from another forum. It was actually from Money Saving Expert back in the day when we all had loads of money problems and nobody had any money. <laughs> And, and that's been really nice to see these people sort of things really change in our lives and grow and we've seen the goals that we set each other or you know we set for ourselves being achieved over the years so they were all my online friends who've now become real friends so don't shy away from or think oh it's weird to have an online friend or I can't talk about my online friends because people will think I'm weird because absolutely not it's a real it can be just as real a connection and yes. if one of your online friends actually messages you and says, oh, I'm thinking about you today, knowing you're going through something, that is just as genuine and valid as that. Absolutely. You know, so I think don't be scared of the online friend. Um, secondly, do go to things and try things. And much as a cliche as it is, put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and that's what we have to do when we're networking because you have to do it. And in the business side of things, I've just forced myself to do it and said to myself, if it's right for the business, I'm just going to have to do it, whether I am terrified of it or not. So do force yourself out there because friends will not come and chat your door generally. Yeah. So you have to go out and make them. And if you want more friends as an adult, it can be quite challenging. So do try things and try them knowing that they won't all work. It's like dating, I suppose. Absolutely. Like dating. <laughs> No, you don't go on every date thinking this is it. This could, or if you do, you'll be hell of a disappointed. So um, you know, go out, try things, think of it. Don't spend a lot of money if if you can't afford to. Just say, oh, there's yeah. something new to me. You know, a yoga class, or there's a, a something I've always fancied doing. But, but try it, set it as a goal. Be brave. And I'm saying this as someone. It took me about four months to go join a local running club, um, because I used to run past them and have a wee look at them every week, um, and they're so nice. So go try. It's what I also would say and if you you know thirdly if you want friends do make it a priority and and get online look about ask people talk to people that you do see and say i'm really kind of feeling in a bit of a rut what, do, what could i do is there anything you can think of that i should be doing because sometimes people have just wee gems and you don't you don't know about them yeah even in your own your own corner of the world you might not know that something's happening and it's just about going along being up showing up being friendly being nice being yourself and you know friendships will will come Definitely. I think I know from experience of having conversations with other people about making friends, people are always scared to be the one to ask and say, do you fancy going for a coffee? And then getting yes. it in the diary, like your friend just straight away pulled out, pulled out the diary and was like, right, let's do this. You need to, if, if somebody genuinely says, oh, let's go for coffee and you say, right, well, let's set a date. If they genuinely want to, they'll do it. And if they don't, they'll be like, oh, I don't have my diary with me. And then you just forget about them and move on to the next person. Absolutely, and not you know, not everybody's going to be your friend, and, and you know, yeah. friendship can do absolutely wax and wane as well. And you know, through obviously the course of your adult life, folk drift, and you lose folk, and you've annoyed folk, and they've annoyed you, and that's natural, and that's fine. And you know, that's but that's when you think, right, is is, my, is the balance okay, or am I doing too much of one and not enough of the other, or am I yeah. working too much, not socialising enough, and really is is my life a bit skew off and out of kilter? And when you kind of look at that, you know, then you think, right, I actually need to get something in the diary with, with a friend and it can be hard if your friends have moved about or you know but I think sometimes it is a case of and I'm a huge planner and like to be organized so I'm always the one to be I am always the organizer and the planner and it used to bother me yeah but now I realize that's my task and role in if they were friendships one of my tasks and roles one is to listen to their ideas and help them and try to sort stuff and one is to be the planner and that's okay I'm okay with that now 
because it means that we get to do what I want to do and we get to do it when I want to do it. And, you know, with obviously, you know, a bit of flexibility, but it means that basically I know it's going to happen. Yes. And that's you then being able to live to your values and respect other people's values. Yes. Because that's a strength that you have and it's something that you maybe enjoy doing. And like you say, you know that there's a commitment there that something's going to happen. Whereas if you sit back and your loyal's going, well, planning's a strength that I've got, but I want somebody else to do it. And it's all right every now and again to throw your toys out the court and say, somebody else make a couple of hands because I'm sick of doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we have that. Yes. And one, yeah. of, in our, one of my groups of friends, it's like, right, somebody else is starting to decide where we're going for dinner because it's always yeah. this person's, like, and you're allowed, when you've got friends, you're allowed to have those little moments yeah. because that should just be in your true and authentic self if you just are always yeah. lovely and nice all the time. When <laughs> then, and if the friends are offended by that, then you have to question whether or not that's a real friendship. Yeah, no, absolutely. We we do have a thing where we say, right, no, you do it because you're better at it, right? Okay. Um, yeah. And we also now have a thing, and, and I've got two really good pals that um, I'm seeing tomorrow night, actually, and, and one of them did, did suggest it this time, but um, no, actually, they're really good at organising stuff. It's just kind of in the general wider circle, but these two, we, we call each other the triangle. We're the three points of a triangle, and um, like one of them I've got my loft for me, which is just like a part of my house that I'm, I'm scared of, um, and just all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they're just brilliant. They're, they're my triangle, and and we do actually see. We don't cancel our triangle meetings, but if there's just a oh, did you, did you fancy doing something tonight? And the other one does genuinely just want to lie in the bath. We just see that, and nobody takes offence, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Um. I think that comes with age as well. You know, I, I was sitting out with a friend a few weeks ago, and we'd kind of planned a bit of, a, of an all day session, if you like. And then when she turned up, she's had a really bad back, and she's on loads of meds, and she's like, "Look, I can't do this. I'm just going to have to eat and then go home. I'm really feeling quite sore." So it was like, "That's absolutely fine." Obviously, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um. But I'm thinking, I'm kind of out for the day, you know. So I, I called another friend and, and said, "You know, do you, do you fancy um meeting up?" And they said, "Nah, I can't be bothered." And she was like, oh, "That's that's terrible." And I said, "No, it's it's not. It's absolutely great because it means that when I can't be bothered." Yeah, you're allowed to say that as well. I can say that back. <laughs> I think it, we all have times when we can't be bothered. Absolutely. And there's times that you do just, when you say you, you're doing nothing, your plan is actually to do nothing, like just to yeah. go and have a bath or sit on the couch and watch whatever you want to watch or yes. eat whatever you want to eat and you should never feel guilty about that. Yes, absolutely. And that is a thing, I think that is coming with age to all of us that we're like, nah, actually, I need some time to myself. Yeah, yeah. That's where we we get um we re energised because imagine I'm quite an introvert and I need time by myself to to be energised and I'm, my partner thankfully understands me quite really well. So if I yeah. come in and I've been out at delivering a day's training or something and I come in and I'm just like I'm not chatty. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. speak and he knows not to not to push that. And then he'll leave yeah. me for a wee while and then he'll, he'll test the water to see whether or not I'm ready to have a conversation. But he never yeah. takes offence offense from it because we would be in serious shit if he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I've got my work bestie is a, an extreme introvert and some days she just doesn't want to talk and I could get really offended, but I really know. And I know because I did my MBTI course not so long ago. Yep. I'm a Myers-Briggs course and I'm an ESTJ, total planner, organiser, massive extrovert. My extroversion came out on the, the really, really high sides, which I knew anyway from all my years of, sort of performing. Yep. Um, 
and so it really helped me to understand and not to take offence because it's just who they are. It's her preference is to be quiet, mine is to be noisy. So we just have to have time when I'll just go off and do something else. And then, you know, when it matters, she's, she's always kind of there. It's fine. But not, I don't get offended anymore. And I think that's people would do well to think about that in a, in a work environment. And that's partly what I want to do through um, the business is, you know, it's about personalities and, and preferences. And it's not always personal. Yeah. It's about how someone communicates. And some people like to think about things for a while before they do things. Yeah. Um, and some people like me like to rush in and potentially get things wrong. And that's okay because that, that's my preference. I, I do try to rein it in. But there's times when that's really, really good and that's a huge strength. And there's times, obviously, when it's a weakness. Yeah. Um, and it's looking at what, how that works and looking at how that works in a team. And I've had it done with my team before. And it's absolutely brilliant in understanding where you all sit. Um, and we talk about it a lot in our friendship group and I, it's made me understand my friends better as well they will ruminate over things for ages whereas I'm like why have you not done that yet you know <laughs> again it's all, it's all personal you know <laughs> they're thinking about it they're having their thinking time um, and I just need to learn not to get annoyed and it's taking that to someone else and thinking actually this is this is their this is their way of dealing with things yeah definitely because I think doing things like the Myers-Briggs or the colour the color wheels or enneagrams or archetypes or whatever it is that sparks an interest when you start to understand what makes other people tick all your relationships get so much better whether it's work relationships personal relationships just even dealing with other people in the street that you don't know because you've got that underlying knowledge and helps you deal with everybody so much better they should take that in primary school Oh my goodness, absolutely. And you know, I am looking at there are points I, I'm trying to get into schools to, to talk about preferences and personality types. And it's definitely something I'm going to use with my employability project that I'm doing yeah. uh, next week. The first thing I'm going to do with them before so we can get a bit of a, a, an idea of where everybody's at um, is, is do some sort of personality test. And then that'll help us throughout the, 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 the group. And what I, t- I find tends to happen is that they pick it up. And even if I'm thinking, hmm, wonder about that, they say, oh, that's because you're a such and such. You know, and not labelling, but yes. realising that that's, you think it like that because, right, okay. And it's it's really, really interesting when you do it with a, like a younger group. They, they just get it, you know. Sometimes yes. older groups, uh, corporate groups can be a bit set in their stall. And this, but younger ones can go, ah, oh, that's great. And I love when you see people really get it. You know, with this, I've done it in, in, in um, employability. We did the 16 personalities and it was so accurate. And just every time everything happens after that, you think, oh, okay, that's, you know. And again, it's not about labelling people. It's about thinking that's because that's their preference. And it's actually quite nice that they're in a group that they feel comfortable enough to act out their preferences. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, do you, have you met Kat Patterson on your Travels. Not yet. I'm desperate to meet her. Um, yes, I have done her test. And it was so interesting. So good. <laughs> her little card game is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons that I, I've, I've messaged her saying I love to meet and she's like really busy, but we're hoping to meet at, at one of the Glasgow things. Um, but she has t- talked about it and the stuff she sent me through was so accurate. It was all, mine came out as a rebel, which is absolutely true. Yeah. Um, it's partly why I'm looking forward to the flexibility of um, working for myself because I, I'm a little bit of a rebel and I have got these ideas in my head about how I want to have the, and you'll laugh because I have no hair, but like the swishy ponytail and me going to the classes at 10 o'clock on the Tuesday morning going, this is the life that I've chosen for myself. And, you yeah. know, there are obviously 
tons of things and so much work I've had to put in, as you know, to make yeah. that happen. And it's not all, and I know you've talked about this before, it's not all that, you know, it's all flexi and freedom. It's absolutely not. I have worked so hard over these last six months on top of the day job, <laughs> on top of to get this to even the stage it is now and it's nowhere near where I want it to be I don't think it ever is but yeah Kat her stuff just really it really speaks to me and I really get what she's saying and absolutely the rebel was the thing that made me think oh god I'm going to really miss colleagues I spoke to someone at a meeting the next day saying oh my god I'm going to miss my colleagues and she messaged me straight back saying there is this group like co-working group in Glasgow there's a couple of them yeah there's a few yeah might make sense to go along you know I'll see how I go I might be okay on my own but if I'm not which I suspect I won't be then get yourself out and do something like this because genuinely you need to be around people and as I say I live on my own which is an absolute choice and I've lived on my own since I was about 24 and I'm 40 now with a very brief period of living with it with a guy um, and I absolutely love living on my own and I have no desire to change that ever but I do need human company and, and, and contact. So yeah, ex- I totally get what she's what she's saying, and it's about doing what works for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, Kat's lovely. She's a really good person. She's got this card game now that she's just launched, the U prints, and yes. you, you work through it to find out what your strengths are. And I, I did it one day, and I was like, oh my god, life just makes so much more sense now. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, that's why I don't mean. That's why I don't reach for that, or that's why I do that when I wake up in the morning, and that's why I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Kat's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks, talking all about it, so listeners can listen Amazing. for that in a couple of weeks, and then keep an eye on social media to see what you're doing. So, is there anything? I'm aware that you're at your work, and you're, I think you're <laughs> your lunch break or something. So, I'm aware of your time. Is there anything else that any points you want to get across? Anything else you want to share before we finish up? There's just one thing. I am looking at the moment for one Glasgow business to work with me free of charge on the consultancy side of the business for a testimonial. So I want to come in, tell me what your problems are, and I will work to fix them. And that would be at no charge. As I say, this is a side of the business that I have done all my life, but I have never had the title of a consultant. So I need to build that side of the business. So if there's anybody out there who's thinking, actually, I could do with a bit of help with my team, with my sales, people keep leaving. I don't know why people don't seem very motivated. I can't really work out why I would love them to get in touch and I will come in and with really open and honest questioning, coaching and some of the tools and tricks we've talked about today, I'll help them and I, I can guarantee that the results will improve by getting people a better understanding of, of who they are and how they need to work together. Yeah, and is that a, a Glasgow-based business that has a team of staff then rather than just somebody who's solo? Yeah, I guess so, because I guess it's really going to be about the team stuff. Um, yeah, in the first instance, I am also doing the, the sort of life coaching side of things, which again is something I'm really looking to develop. But that is going to be a, a more about connections for me, because I know there are a lot of life coaches out there. Um, so it's going to be more about people that I meet that I feel that they can really work um, with me, because I'm quite a practical person. And it will be more about working through the kind of practical steps. Again, we're going to have to dig deep. But when you tell me what you want me to work on, that's what we work on. We, it's not counselling, you know, it's not it's not a lot of things. I don't have NLP or hypnotherapy. What I have is years and years of coaching and developing people. So that is a separate, a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes you just need somebody that can come in and look at what's going on from an objective point of view, from the outside, because when you're stuck in it, yes. you can't see the wood for the trees. So Absolutely. And I have used your unhide words. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I've used Unhide. My, my lady that I've been doing some life coaching with, again, free of charge for a testimonial, which we're still working together. Um, I spoke to her about Unhiding and um, it's been amazing the difference that that has made, just thinking about doing things a little bit differently and, oh, I don't want to post too much, I don't want to upset people, all that sort of stuff that you have. And then you think, yeah. actually... No, nobody can see it after 15 minutes. You know, no one sits on Facebook all day long. Get out there and put, put yourself out there. And it, it's 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 so work. She's actually too busy to see me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's been really interesting just looking at that on hide stuff. And for me as well, mine, mine for this year is about be brave. But um, yeah, get yourself out there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. My on hide isn't isn't um, developing the way that I thought it was going to be. Like when I thought on hiding at the start of the year, I thought I was going to be on social media a whole lot more and blah blah blah. And then life circumstances stopped that from yes. happening. And then my phone broke. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, someone's trying to tell me something. The universe is trying to tell me something, and my unhiding is not the original plan that I thought it was going to be. So, I'm yeah, just um, yeah, rolling with it. <laughs> interesting, good, interesting, yeah, very interesting, Jen. <laughs> cool. So, for your business stuff, right, so we've got the Glasgow, the collective Glasgow, as the hanging out. What, where do they find? Where do people find you for your business stuff? That's the Grow Consultancy. Yep. And that is on Facebook and Insta and I'm on LinkedIn and I also have a website, just www.thegrowconsultancy.co.uk. We will put all those links in to the show notes so that people can find you. Thank you very much. So thank you so much for your time today and being on the podcast. It's been amazing. I can't believe how quickly this time went in. <laughs> like I'm always shocked. Well, I'm not because I always get interested in people that I want to talk to on. Um, but the time just flies. Yeah, flies absolutely. Yes, brilliant. How amazing is Laurie? She's doing all these things that so often we talk about, or oh, I really would like to do that, or I really must do that, and then never actually get around. And Laurie's out there, and she's doing it, and she's putting things together. Now, when we recorded this, the event that she had was going to be on the 21st of February obviously this is the 25th of February that the podcast is going out which means that you've missed February's event but she does have another one for March it's out there it's on her Facebook page the details are on social media on her Instagram page I've put the details in the show notes of how you can find her so please 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 head over to her social media check her out give her a follow, make some comments on her posts, tell her what you love and get along to an event if you're in Glasgow sometime soon. Thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at IamJenWilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following IamJenWilson.com